Welcome to Healing with Healing, the podcast that dives deep into the world of dating, relationships and self-worth. I'm your host, Rachel Teeling, and I am here to guide you on a journey of self-discovery, empowerment and meaningful connections. Join me as I open up about my own personal experiences, share insightful dating and relationship advice and explore the path to discovering your true value. Whether you're navigating the complexities of modern dating, seeking to cultivate a healthier relationship with yourself or your significant other, this podcast is your safe space for growth and healing. Get ready to embrace the love and confidence you deserve. Let's begin this transformative journey together. Welcome to Healing with Healing, the podcast that dives deep into the world of dating, relationships and self-worth. I'm your host, Rachel Teeling, and I am here to guide you on a journey of self-discovery, empowerment and meaningful connections. Join me as I open up about my own personal experiences, share insightful dating and relationship advice and explore the path to discovering your true value. Whether you're navigating the complexities of modern dating, seeking to cultivate a healthier relationship with yourself or your significant other, this podcast is your safe space for growth and healing. Get ready to embrace the love and confidence you deserve. Let's begin this transformative journey together. Hello and welcome to another episode of Healing with Teeling and on today's podcast I have a guest. I have a guest called Carla, Carla Lett and we met at the Chill and Prosper event with Denise Duffield thomas last month and we have been chatting all things business and blogging and podcasting um, and everything in between. Uh, since we met and so now I have got her on my podcast so she can tell us all about her but Carla has a blog called My Bumped Baby and she also helps mums to make passive income with her passive incomes mums but I'm going to let her tell us all about that because I've been doing some of her trainings uh, but I'll let you tell us about that in a minute but Hi, Carla. Introduce yourself. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. Hi, everybody. I'm excited to be here today. So thank you for having me. It's lovely to have you because I discovered whilst we've been chatting that you've actually got a bit of a tale to tell about your own love story and your how you met your husband, really. So that's how I've got you yes. here to have a chat about all of those things. So yes. tell me, share a little bit about your background and you know, your family currently and your and logging. Go on, tell us all about you and Danny. Shall I tell you that bit first and then we'll tell us that go bit into the other. So, um, hello, I'm Carla, Carla Lett. And I, I keep, I always forget my age, but now I'm 37 because I've just turned 37. I've got two lovely children, one called George, who's seven, who wasn't planned because the pull-out method did not work. <laughs> and Olivia, who was planned for so long and it just didn't happen for us for ages. So we've had two completely different experiences. Um, and yeah, so I now, um, I'm now a mum and I started my business, My Bumped Baby, when I first had my son, George, um, because I was struggling navigating life as a mother because I literally thought, you know, it was just going to be easy, you know, a cute little baby pushing around massive 
boobs. You know, I was looking forward to all of that part, but actually, it's quite they? the opposite. <laughs> I never got any. I ended up having a boob job, actually, because my mum used to say to me, she'd be like, because she had boobs all her life. Well, not all her life, but she's yeah. had boobs, basically. Yeah, boobs. <laughs> and she, I, I was like, when I was 16, I was like, mum, when am I going to get boobs? She's like, when you're 18. I was like, okay, got to 18th birthday. Mum, when will I get my boobs? When you're 21, got to my 21st. Anyway, it's just been one of those things. So I thought, I'll get boobs when I have a baby. That surely has to be a perk. Anyway, I still didn't get any boobs mm-hmm. at all. So ended up having a boob job the year after. So there we go. Anyway, that's my boob story. <laughs> that's your boob story. <laughs> random. I had amazing boobs um, when I was pregnant. They never went. You yeah, do. I, I like my oh, boobs, yeah. Like, just putting it out there. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you lucky thing. Yeah, so I had to pay for mine. But, um, yeah, anyway, where we're at now, my bump to baby. So I launched my bump to baby um, because I was struggling with postnatal depression. My little boy, he came seven weeks early and um, I have major health anxiety. I've always probably had health anxiety but since opening that pandora's box you know when you actually think you're gonna die when you're having a baby um that you can never unsee what you've seen and after that my mental health was just like awful so anyway i decided to hyper focus on business and i launched my business which is called my bumped baby and it's a parenting platform so it's a bit like net moms really but on a smaller level of course uh the aim is to get it as big as net moms um but yeah it's um a pregnancy to preschool platform so we have blogs podcasts we've got a directory where you can find local pregnancy to preschool groups and classes and that now is a completely passive income business for me um and now I've got more time, which I shouldn't have more time because Olivia is under two and I only work two days a week, but I do have more time because of that business. I now train other people on how to create passive income streams through blogging and online, the online world. Sorry, I talk a lot, don't I? So thank you for listening. I'm I'm ready for this. (laughs) Um, Tell us about your husband. Because you've just literally, I was about to say retired your husband, but your husband's recently given it work, hasn't he? Yeah, so when I first started my bump to baby, we were absolutely skint, really. Um, We were in our little old house and I'd moved in with him. I'll tell you that love story after because it is lovely. Um, But we moved in there and I moved in there, sorry, got pregnant with George, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Sorry, it's a podcast, so I should be saying all this. But anyway, basically his job, (laughs) blah, 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 blah. his job um, (laughs) supported me in my quest to launch a business because without his job we wouldn't have been able to pay the bills um so his job was you know a decent job um and that supported us up to this point really um when my kind of work has taken over and he now is able well he's just left 16 years of employment for that job he's finally left and yeah it's brilliant because oh i've lost you come back you keep moving. Sorry, we're now on a quest. Sorry, <laughs> we're now on a quest for launching things together. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, so loving that. He's at home all the time. At first I thought, oh, God, what's it going to be like? But we've even managed to get a shag in there now and again. So, you know. <laughs> to get it's, the next it's, baby. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, oh, no, we've had the snip, actually. So yeah. so that's happened. So we're oh, safe We should talk that about department. that on a different podcast because my head's had the snip as well. Oh. And it's the... Oh, has it? My eyes lit up. He told us. He told me that on our first date, and my I, he said, "I've never seen someone so excited." I was like, "Yes, 
like safe oh, sex. Oh yeah, it's My brilliant. My baby days are over. <laughs> oh yeah, mine are too. I with um, George, obviously he came early, and with Olivia, we struggled to conceive her for so long that if anything, if I did ever fall pregnant, I think, and I've had miscarriages along the way and things like that, I think I'd really struggle to not have the baby, and I'd just be like, oh, oh no, I want the baby, want and the baby. I'd just I keep having baby. babies. Yeah, but, but yeah, I'd but keep now you've got having the babies. I've got the cat. So the cat, I've just recently got a cat because Olivia's like now pushing me away. Like, yeah, I just want something to love me and cuddle me all the time. That's why I've got a dog. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And that's where we're at, really. Well, go back then to before you met your husband and what were your previous relationships like or relationship? Well. I used to get cheated on all of the time. So I'll go right back to the beginning. Yeah. So when I was 15, um, that's when I had my first probably serious boyfriend. And, um, you know, he, we were just so young, you know, you know, you're very young, but I did used to get myself treated like shit, really, to be honest. And I just accept it because I don't know why. I'm very insecure. And I used to just, yeah, I used to let people treat me like absolute shite, really. Um, And then what happened was I started going for guys that maybe weren't potentially that nice on the eye. I know that sounds a bit bad. um, Because... An attractive... No, I always think, well, if I went for someone that wasn't really that attractive, then maybe they would treat me nice. I don't know. I think that's maybe what I used to do. Um, That's in my early teens, you know, so not anyone more recent. So if anyone's listening like that, I'm not meaning like that. Um, But that was maybe in my teens a bit more. And then um, what happened was I got back with that first um, boyfriend, the 15, when I was 15. He was, um, I think he was really, he was my first love, really. Um, And I got back with him when I was about 20. um, And... Yeah, we split up and I was absolutely heartbroken. And then I met another guy who's absolutely lovely. And we got together. And because he was so nice, um, I stayed with him for quite a long time because we just got on well and he was really nice. We stayed together. Whereas, And I knew probably he couldn't hurt me because I didn't feel for him the way I did for the ex. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I do. So, so you literally, you've but, closed yourself and, and, off. Yeah, absolutely. And I did. And he was lovely. And we had some great memories. Um, and we were together for nearly five years. And we bought a house. And what was happening around me is my best friend. So I've been best friends with them since I was about five. Um, they were all settling down, getting married and meeting people and having children. And I felt like I had to follow that because everyone else was doing that hold on my cat's here um (laughs) everyone else was everyone else was doing that um so I felt like I had to kind of stay doing that really I didn't really question it I was happy we were fine um but I wasn't totally head over heels in love with the guy um and I'm sure he wasn't with me either um and what happened was so we got a house together and then um what happened was after that we got engaged actually 
up the Eiffel Tower. Now, oh, I'm nice. terrified of heights. Oh, so yeah. that just shows you. Exactly. <laughs> totally so they right. obviously <laughs> didn't know me that well. Yeah, it totally wasn't right then. Um, but we did get engaged. And because we've been together nearly five years, it was, and I was, how old was I? 27. You kind of get that thing in your head like, oh, I need to have kids by the time I'm 30. And yeah. if we split up, you have to, I'll never meet someone I'll in that time. All over again. Us, Oh, yeah. It's almost like you <laughs> think your body just shuts down at 30. That's it. Legs are closed and nothing's going to happen. No that's more babies. actually not true. <laughs> yeah, that's... I don't know why I was I convinced of that. And I did really want to be a mum. And um, so I thought... So at that point, we got engaged and I was like, I just knew I didn't feel that way about him. But... You know, I did think, yeah, I'd have an all right life. It would be okay. I'll go along with um, that. But, yeah, I thought I could go along with it. And also, worst case scenario, I'll meet someone again that could really, really hurt me. And I didn't want that either. So it was kind of like, well, what do I do? Do I stay with this guy who's a nice guy and we have okay times? Not okay times. We have good times. We have bad times. Um, or... No, exactly. Um, or do I... Um, leave and hope that I meet someone who I am totally in love with that won't kind of hurt me so it was a kind of a bit of a a hard one really so what so gave you the confidence so to what leave? happened well well my mother and father um literally I'm so messy to live with I'm not as much anymore but they were like he was a bit of the breadwinner when we we're in a relationship because I'm not academically very bright. I am quite ditzy. I mean, you've seen it firsthand, <laughs> me losing my car hand. in a car park. <laughs> it's most, and the highlight of my, my life, life. That was. <laughs> yeah, day to day. And then you saw me again, didn't you? <laughs> trying yeah. to go up another car park. But you do. Um, trying leave to find the car a parks, Carla. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I just don't, shouldn't be in car park. I shouldn't be allowed to drive, really. Um, but gen genuinely, like, that is my day-to-day -day life. Like, I just about win life. Just who so, you are. so, any, <laughs> it's who I am. And for a long time, I thought that made me thick. And, you know, I did. anyway, with it, my ex, he was a bit of the breadwinner, really, in the relationship. I had very, very small amount of money. I think I used to survive on £40 a week. Like, that's what. I, and I don't know how I even got to work, you know, sometimes I'd walk or whatever. So he had the majority of the money and that's just how it worked. And, and that was that. Maybe it's right. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But I'm not here to diss. Anyway, I could not get enough money together to ever leave that situation that was in it either. So £40 a week, I did try and save some, but it would take probably take me till I was 108 to actually be able to build up a bond to move into somewhere so that's my situation anyway one day we had a bit of a argument and um my mum came round, and she was always like oh you won't move back in with me because I did kind of say I was a bit unhappy and anyway that day she said do you want to move back and I was like oh my god anyway I literally packed my stuff and left that day that I was gone Fine. Um, no worries I'm <laughs> yeah, yes, please, <laughs> I was out of there I was out of there and as much as he was a nice guy, there was never any regret and I was worried that I might regret it. And that Friday that we actually split up, I saw him on a date. Um, yeah, he was out what? with another girl and we live in a really small town. Anyway, I saw him out and I was just like, hi, how are you? And he was like, this is so-and-so. I was like, hi, nice to meet you. I 
didn't care. I just really <laughs> didn't like, care. So I God, knew it was the right. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely yeah. over. <laughs> yeah, wow. and I knew it at that point it wasn't right now his friends and family actually his stepmom actually messaged me because I was having such a good time that summer like putting on Facebook and stuff I don't know who you are what's come over you deleted me blocked me off Facebook I think I'm still blocked today I mean just for you know not wanting to toe the line and get married and things like that I mean it is a bit ridiculous really um and also some of his friends actually blocked me and removed me off Facebook as well and at first you know when you've been with someone quite a long time it's quite hurtful really because all you're doing is it's hard because when you're with someone and you don't want to be with them it's like you have to go over in your mind right okay people are going to be annoyed at me what annoyed at you for not wanting to be with somebody you know, it's ridiculous. Know, like that person isn't for me. And wouldn't there be like, wouldn't it be worse if they saw you unhappy for the next 10 years? Surely? That, like well, your yeah. friends should Imagine be there. Imagine if to I ended like... up like cheating on him and things. Yeah. And, and then, I wouldn't then be even that, more but do you know what I mean? Yeah, that'd be even Yeah, worse. exactly. So, yeah. So anyway, so that was something that obviously was on my mind. Anyway, where was it up to? So yeah, that happened. We stayed in touch. We stayed friends and we got on absolutely fine. Sorted the house out. He's now married. I think he's got a child. Uh, we don't obviously keep in touch now because it would just be a bit weird. But anyway, so my mum and dad, I moved in with them and they... It was great, actually. I had the summer of my life. I had the best summer um, that year. And um, then I was really enjoying myself. And my mum and dad wanted to get a rental property anyway. So they were like, we'll get a rental property and you can live in it. I was like, this is great. Okay. Okay, So I moved in there. Yeah. Brilliant. So I moved in there. Everything was great. And I was really enjoying myself being single, actually. And then um, I actually met my husband about uh, so we split up in the may and by the december i met my husband now and yes. it, ironically you have the same name danny the oh, other really? one was called danny and he was called danny so it was well, handy easy. really <laughs> you'll never yeah, get a name exactly. wrong <laughs> i know exactly oh. exactly so i've been with our danny now for like 15 years of my life um but we've nearly been together 10 years and it was just right from the beginning do you know, it was just, there was never any games, no nothing. Fancy the pants of him, still fancy the pants of him now. And I'm just so glad that I actually took the plunge and did that because I think it's very easy to settle sometimes. And I didn't, and I'm just so glad I didn't. And I'm sure my ex is really glad as well. Yeah, but he's like, thank God she left me and now I have a thank much God. happier life. I- yeah, and I can actually get a word in now, you know. That's probably what he thinks. He probably thinks she's actually <laughs> my new wife, lets me talk, because she didn't. this one, the old one, yeah. should have. <laughs> Tell us about yeah, the yeah. new Danny then, the new husband Danny, and how oh. you two have created oh. your dream life together. I thought you were going to say created children. I was like, no, right, I do you want it from the foreplay? <laughs> or... Yeah, right, okay. So, it's not a um, pornographic we, podcast. Yeah, I know. I was, I was getting it ready. I was hoping for a bit of that. No, I'm only joking. Um, it'd be mortified if we rewrite. So, um, what happened was, so it was quite a funny scenario actually, because my best friend that I've been best friends with since I was five is actually married to his best friend, oh, no, and no. they were together. For a long time, but I didn't hang around in her friendship group. I did hang around in a friend. Me and her were friends, but mm. she had a different group kind yeah. of thing. So every time I did go to 
her husband's things, it just so happened that Danny was never there. So although we lived in the same tiny town, I didn't know he even existed. No, it's really weird. weird. Yeah. So anyway, I'd messaged him on Facebook looking for my friend because eventually I found out who he was. We added each other on Facebook. Didn't think anything of it. And I was looking for one friend this one particular night because I was single and I wanted to go out and I knew she'd be out somewhere. And he was like, oh, she's not with me at the moment. I was like, oh, right. Okay, never mind. And then anyway, the next Sunday, he, stunk, he snuck, stunk in, he snuck in my DMs, didn't he? Like, oh, did you have a good night last night? I was like, yeah. Didn't do much. Danced around the Christmas tree with my cat because no one else was out. And anyway, that was that from there. And literally, it went that fast. The whole relationship were engaged after like six months. Um, I was pregnant within nine by accident. By accident. And we were due to get married. Yeah, we were due to get married as well within, um, yeah, within the first year and year and a half. So Did yeah, you have it was like all... a tiny baby when you got married. No, I was pregnant. Was it a shotgun wedding? With your, <laughs> oh, do you know it was? I fainted at my friend's house. Yeah, so I was like with Danny. We're due to get married. It was all booked, and I was at my friend's house, and I had to drag a cigarette because now and again, when I have a drink, mm-hmm. I do like a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens to us all. Don't tell my child. No, no. I know. I don't know why. Anyway, uh, I was at my friend's house and I had a drag of a cigarette and I just fainted. And I like, anyway, me being the health and anxious person I am, I was like, that's it. I'm dying. Something is happening because I've never fainted before. Anyway, I went to A&E. I was like, listen, I fainted. Anywhere you could be pregnant. I was like, absolutely not. He pulls out every time. Uh, anyway, apparently that isn't they were like, that the go. That, yeah. <laughs> no, that does not work. So tip for anyone listening, that does not work. Does not um, work. So yeah, that, no. So it didn't. Do. He came back in, he was like, you are pregnant. I was like, I can't be. He said, you are. Anyway, I was. So I was like, oh, I can't tell my dad. He'll know I've had sex, you know, because... <laughs> no, so anyway, I was just like, if you ask... No, well, I was like, I'll just say I rolled in it, you know? <laughs> Anyway, so I, I rang my mum and she was like, you're joking. You've got this whole wedding booked. I was like, I know. I can't believe it myself, to be honest. Anyway, that'd be that. Anyway, that was that. The wedding was booked for March. I was due in the June. I just got my wedding dress and everything. And I had to have it cut open and all of that. But along the way, I it had happens. something called placenta. Yeah, mm. it does. And I had something called placenta previa, which is a low-lying placenta. So what that means is that the baby doesn't have an exit outside out of your fairy. Yeah, because it's you know, like covering, it covers the... It's blocked. Yeah, ouch. Yeah, it's blocked. So I'd have to have a C-section. But they said on some cases it doesn't move and actually you can end up bleeding and bleeding out and it's really dangerous. So, of course, that happened to me. Oh, so God. up to the wedding, I kept bleeding. And they were like, if you keep bleeding like this... You know, it's really dangerous. It's a sign that you're going to have a big bleed and you could die, basically, if you're not kind of careful. So I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. Anyway, it did actually happen that. But that was luckily a month after the wedding. So I was seven months pregnant at that point. But I did keep bleeding. And just before my wedding as well, my dad, being the drama queen he is, had a heart attack like three days before my wedding. So he couldn't come and walk me down the aisle. So that was all 
it was all go. Wow. It was Do you all feel like just you, the so... wedding was not meant to be. At one point, you're like, um, yeah, should wow. we be doing this? <laughs> have you broken your New Year's resolutions yet? I have to admit that I don't do New Year's resolutions because they just don't work. So instead, I set myself goals based on what area of life I want to improve. And this year, it's my health and fitness, growing my coaching business and paying off my debts, which is a whole other story as I was left in a considerable amount of debt by my ex-partner. I have reflected on last year and worked out what went well and what didn't, which means I can use that as a pathway into how I can actually achieve my goals this year. I would love to help you do the same using my coaching skills and tools. I use these myself and I can help you reflect on last year, work out what is important for you to achieve this year and put some tangible steps in place for you to achieve what you set out to do this year. I'm offering a one hour one to one session for just £24 for you to set your goals this year. These spaces are limited and there's a link in my bio for you to book yours. I know. Well, I just, I was really happy with the wedding because I love Danny to bits. But part of me wanting to get married uh, was I loved my dad so much. And I was just wanting my dad to always walk me down the aisle. And, you know, and that didn't happen for me. So he's still around today, thank God. And, you know, obviously I'd much rather that. But yeah, um, so he couldn't come to the wedding. Anyway, I've, I've d- diversified. Is that the word? You've got off on your own little light. I've gone off. I was fully expecting this Anyway, what what was I talking about now? (laughs) Who knows? We're talking about babies and placentas now. Oh, yeah. How you created your dream life together. George came along. (laughs) So George came along and I just qualified as an accountant, believe it or not. Um, I actually still have to use my fingers to count now. So I don't know how I passed the exams, but I did. It was because someone told me, my my friend's mum actually said to me when I said I was going to be an accountant, she laughed and she was like, you will never do that well. That is a challenge in itself, isn't it? I didn't even want to be an accountant by like year one. After I'd finished the first year, I was like, don't even want to do it. Because she said I couldn't. (laughs) Yeah. But she said I couldn't. I'm going to. So that's why I did. Anyway, once I had George, I was like, right, I need to do something else. But I need to do something that plays to my strengths because I'm not academically kind of I say not academically bright I just not interested in in certain things like I find it really hard to believe because you I mean I've gone through like your blogging training and you're like oh I'm not very technical and I'm not like this and I'm not like that but you are (laughs) oh really am I maybe I'll put myself down yeah you're putting yourself down because I'm like you are though you've done all of this and you've actually done it like and worked out the technology behind it so you are yes well yeah I still have uh, technology blips don't I so but but the thing is what what it was for me is I've always loved writing I'm not saying I'm the best writer in the world by any means but I've always had writing as a bit of therapy for me so when I used to get dumped when I was thinking about losing my virginity my mum found my diary you know that's yeah oh my God. so I've <laughs> always kind of written things down Anyway, when I first had George, I suffered from postnatal depression. I think it was the trauma of the birth and all of that. And he was early, so we didn't get that initial bond as parents get and parents and children get. And so I really struggled. And I used to write a lot on my phone. 
And that is when I saw this advert for these bloggers and I was like, they were like literally jumping out of this plane and they were like, we're living our best life and we're blogging about it. And I was like, wow, what is this blog malarkey? So I di dived into it and it was, it was like, basically you can earn money by writing blogs and then people reading them long after you've written them and you can earn money that way. And I was like, that suits me. I like the idea I'll of that. that. So yeah, I like that. So anyway, so that's when my books baby was born. And I, I found that there was a lot of parents that were struggling with postnatal depression. And a lot of people around that time, although it wasn't long ago, 2016, weren't admitting that parenting is fucking hard. It's really hard. Do you know, like... Yeah. It's, yeah, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy it very much at all. And maybe that was yeah. my mind. I don't know. I just didn't. I'm with you. Yeah. To leave. It's taken me until yeah. about the age, until she was about the age of seven, really, to really actually enjoy her. And now she's just a teenage yeah. little bitch to me. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> she's basically that's me. That's what it gets <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh, I know. And that's, oh, <laughs> I know. Well, that's what they say, don't they? They say, you know, once they get older and stuff. But I just felt like, I don't know. I just felt really lonely as a new mum, but then I didn't want anyone around me. I've got a lot of friends, so I could always put on like, oh, I'm fine and all that, but I really wasn't. And I didn't enjoy it. Um, and I was really struggling. I don't have much oomph and go apart from for work. So I became obsessed with my business, basically. And that was my thing that I could control. Um, and because when it comes to mental health, if you're not in you know, if you're a bit out of control and the business was the thing I became hyper-focused on and obsessed with. And that's why it's grown so much really in this last seven years, because basically whenever I'd get any spare time, I'd be on there and hyper-focused on that. And I'm pretty sure I've got ADHD and I know everyone's jumping on that bandwagon at the moment, but I, think I'd agree with I can you. only focus on, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can only focus on one thing at once. Um, and basically, you know what it's like, what I'm like, I'm like, idea to one idea to another idea but one thing that does remain is that my business is so like that is my main focus and I can focus on that and I have done and now it reaches you know 316,000 families every month and it's a six-figure blog and um you know I'm not overly bright but I've just known what I want from life and I focus my attention on that and that's where Danny's come in he's helped with that as well that's what my next and, question uh, was going to be how you get yeah. how are you coping with him working at home with you yeah, so he does um, Google, both of us, basically, with My Bump to Baby, it comes up on Google quite well, so we get a lot of people coming on to it from, from that. Um, for both of us, we really focused on that. He's a bit like me, we're a bit geeky at night, and instead of watching Coronation Street and things like that, we want to learn and things. And initially, when I launched My Bump to Baby, I was like oh, I want an investor or something. And now I think I'm so glad we didn't because we had to discover everything ourselves. We had to yeah. learn everything ourselves. And now we're creating businesses together as well um, on search engine optimization and things like that. And actually working together is great. So his desk is actually just next to mine. Oh, that's um, so cute. You like Victoria really, and Albert? Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen that film? Who are um, they? The, the young Victoria, yeah. like Queen Victoria. So she had his desk no. moved into her office, so he felt purposeful when oh, she was really? being queen. Go oh. watch it, the young Victoria. It's oh. brilliant. But they worked together, oh, like, to and they were that. they had like nine children, and they were married for like ever. And she was like the longest serving oh. queen before our queen. But yeah, 
it's it's beautiful but oh, she had it? like wow. the desks Gosh. moved together so they were doing different things but he they came and worked together it's a beautiful love story <laughs> oh it sounds for. so nice i will yeah i will watch the young victoria yeah, so, instead so, of your so, crime things anyway I'm I I know I know that is terrible isn't it yeah I love serial crime documentaries I'm just obsessed with them and yeah I know it sounds really odd and bizarre but yeah that's me so anyway yeah lovely story and thank you so much for sharing with us and now you have your like your 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 Prince Albert next to you oh no that sounds terrible for what Prince Albert is oh yeah (laughs) yeah no sometimes it depends (laughs) is it a Wednesday (laughs) (laughs) but anyway tell us because I've been following your blogging trainings over the last I have a blog um which has started in the last couple of months and so I've been following your trainings because obviously your blog's massive and my blog's tiny tell us about what your motivation is behind setting up like your passive income moms and who is it that you support to do with all of that yes great so um as I mentioned when I became a mom I didn't actually go this far but basically I wanted two things so one being more time and the other being more money And I felt really guilty for that. And I think, um, you know, part of Denise is actually made me feel and accept myself for actually wanting more money and more freedom at the same time. Because I had two parents that really worked their backsides off. And I was putting um, child mind, I was with a childminder for a long time, um, up to like 6 p.m. at night. And then it'd be get home, go to bed, basically. And I didn't really see my parents much growing up. And they work so hard and I appreciate it so much. But for me, from a young age, that was drummed into my mind. Like the more you work, the more money you earn. And actually, I didn't want that for my life. So when I became a mum, I wanted to create something that allowed me to have freedom, but at the same time, generate an income um, as well. And thankfully, we we were. I was born in a world where, you know, the internet is as it is now. So... You know, so it's allowed me to do it. So we're so lucky because we can reach so many people. Um, and what I've realized is a lot of mums want to be present for their children, but it's almost like a sacrifice to career and it shouldn't be. Um, and it's almost a choice, isn't it? It's like, what do you want, career or money? Or, you know, and why should we have to choose? You know, I, know. I watch so many people, so many of my friends who work full time and the kids are in after school club. And myself, like I have worked full time and built another business not this one but I found until like literally in the last couple of months I'm from January taking Lila out of after school clubs because I'll be able to pick her up from school every day and it's such a I've spent the last five years fighting like to work I must work I must work I must have a career and now I'm like actually I just want to be at home when she gets home from school like this is her last year at primary school I want to be at home when she gets home like I want to be here for her and you know even if she just comes home and watches the Simpsons which is all she does and I carry on working we're in the same like house for once instead of her being in childcare and it's such a nice feeling to be able to say actually I'm going to be at home from now on like and what yeah it's going to be lovely I know I know and you know you so deserve it as well because I think you sometimes you don't realize how lucky you are do you to be in certain situations because like you've wanted that for a long time haven't you yeah and look now I mean it's it's literally around the corner it's happening yes and actually I have to thank you because my blog will be amazing once I've finished doing your trainings (laughs) 
Oh, it will, it will. And yeah, and, and that's basically why I created the blog first of all. So if you are a mum and you are thinking, I would like to create something that basically people can find you 24-7 on your blog and you don't have to be working to earn money. That is the dream, isn't it, really? Waking it up and you've earned money. And you have um, got a free training, haven't you? I can't remember what it's called, but I've just completed it. What's yes. your... Oh, have you? Okay. Yes. Um. So it's called... Uh, what is it called actually the mini blogging know. course mini it's just a little it's just, yeah it's a little mini but it's only because I did it last week actually on a uh, on a very productive day I had actually I thought I'm going to put that together so um it's just a little mini blogging course and it just tells you a little bit about my life um and how blogging has changed my life and how to get started and I share a lot of um blogs on getting started as well on my new website um as well and basically I believe that with any business, if you can have a blog as a bit of a foundation, it's a great place to start. So you might be a mum now thinking, I do want to start a business, but I'm not ready to yet. What I, my best advice would be, get started with a blog, you know, get started such, building that authority. You know, like when, well, I mean, we're both on Instagram, we're both Instagrammers, um, but it's so yeah. hard to put a kind of like message into short for media on Instagram isn't it and I found it so much easier to tell all the advice and all the things I've learned as a life coach on a blog so the blog has yeah as you say it has changed my life but yeah it's, yeah. it's such an easier it way does. to get to get people to read your story and to know what you're all about but yeah it's exactly. a great way of getting things exactly. started isn't it yeah it really is. And it's a good way to build a community as well. So it might be that you're a mom and you're just struggling. I mean, you might be struggling and you're wanting to talk about dating like you are, or you might want to kind of, you know, just share a little bit about you on a blog. And you've no idea how many people that can help. So even if you didn't want to do it as a business, you know, it's just, an just get a blog well, out yeah, there. Just, just write a blog. Mm. Anyway, thank yeah. you so much. Um, that has come to the end of our... We've gone slightly over on timings, but I was expecting that. Sorry. Because you talk. <laughs> it's been talk. brilliant. I know. I'm so sorry about that. I was actually thinking before, oh, my God, I haven't even let you speak. No, that's How brilliant. Awful. I've got a cough that's still, scary. so I'm good. You carry on talking. But anyway, thank you so much. Um, and I will catch you on the next episode of Healing with T. And I'm just gonna stop. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of Healing with Healing. If you are struggling in the dating and relationship game, I can support you to gain unshakable self worth and become the best version of you to attract the best person for you with my one to one coaching program, Be You for Rendezvous. There is a link in the show notes if you would like to find out more about my one to one coaching and how I can support you. Or please feel free to slide into my DMs on Insta and ask me any questions. I am at Rachel Teeling Coaching and this is where I share a lot of my dating journey, pictures of Ed, Lila and of course Frankie the Frenchie. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to hear more, please follow my show so you don't miss an episode. If you found this podcast valuable, please take a moment to rate and review to help me reach more ladies who need to hear this healing journey to inspire them to heal from their own trauma and find lasting love. Catch you on the next episode of Healing with Healing. Are you a single, career or family driven woman, but you just cannot get lucky in love? Have you got back into the dating game after a long-term relationship breakdown and you are now confused and overwhelmed by men and dating? 
Have you been on what feels like hundreds of first dates, but never seem to get a connection? And are you now wondering if there are any genuine committed men left in the world? I know, I feel you. I've been there. But I invite you to join me in my How to Find Lasting Love mini-series workshop to find out what actions you need to take to attract that lasting, loving relationship that you truly desire. These are three 10-minute-ish videos supporting you to find that secure, loving relationship that you desire. They cover how to successfully date after divorce, how to heal your relationship with men and how to shift your energy to attract that masculine man you desire. There is a link in the show notes for you to get access to those mini workshops. Go check them out and I shall see you there.